Welcome to We're Not Your Mothers with Barb and Beth, over 80 years of adulting experience. We don't have all the answers, we just think we do. Here's part two with our special guest, Jim O'Hare. Like and subscribe if you like what you hear. Jimmy, so we'll go on to something a little bit more fun because that was, you know, that was more. But I like the personal kind of stuff. You know, I love that. So I do have just like a couple questions. Well, a few questions, of course. But mm. one of these things is that you do that has become like a common, um, like people know what it is, a cameo. Yeah. Where before, like in the beginning, it was like people could say cameo, you had no idea. But, but now it, it seems to be more... Right, but it should be explained. Yes. Jimmy, explain what a cameo is, please. Yeah, a cameo is these people came up with this brilliant idea to make themselves millions and millions of dollars by getting uh, celebrity. And by the word celebrity, it could be in any world. It can be in the right. reality world. It can be in sports. It can be in television. It can be in film. It can be in... Um, podcasting podcast well yeah i mean truly podcasters <laughs> uh yeah you guys have been doing cameos before you know not yet we uh, look forward to it yes and people can pay a certain amount of money to have a greeting uh from someone that you would like a greeting from and so when the first the word first came out i was like oh no 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 that seems sleazy and no wouldn't be something right. i'd be into and that my friend um kate flannery excuse me Kate Flannery from The Office, she played Meredith. We were talking. She goes, Jim, have you thought about Cameo? I go, oh, I've heard about it. And she goes, no, 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 do some research. So I go back, and we had had lunch or something. And at the end of the day, I go back and I start looking. And I realize, wow, this has really become a legit thing. Katie Kirk was doing it, Deborah Messing, like these, some A-listers. I thought, wow. So I started, I thought, well, let's just see what this is. And it's... It's crazy. It's well, I just want to interject one thing and say you were doing it already for free. I right, know, right. right? Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> People I mean, would yes, call, yes. you know, us and say, Hey, do you think your friend could call my niece on her wedding? Yeah, and right, right so right. you were already doing it. Now, you but just now and I was telling Jimmy when we were out there, I said that I asked him a number of times to do he, he had done the camera. Well, what we'll refer to as a cameo now, a video he would do. And but now that he gets paid for it, I feel differently about asking. <laughs> oh, now right. it's like his business, and I'm thinking, well, like, oh, but friends and family, I wouldn't. I mean, that's crazy. Because what what's happened is, um, and people like from, you know, myself and some of the office people, you know, because our shows are very much connected. People if they think of Parks, they think of the Office, and and vice versa. So we try to stay in the same zone as far as what we charge and everything. Um, the thing is, and this is the one thing I will always say, you know, to give myself a little credit, I, I don't I don't take them as a blow off thing to make a quick buck. My videos are never less than seven minutes. Uh, they can go to 10. I make them as personal as they can be. Um, and it can get crazy to the point, you know, I've done 3,400. What? Yeah, 3,400-something yep. 3, 3, cameos. And each one is personalized. And so it's not like I'm just, because I've seen some of them, people can go, hi, I'm I'm Betty Boop, and I want to say happy birthday right. to Martin, and I hope you have a wonderful day, much love, kiss, kiss. That's the cameo. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, Linda was saying that. Linda said that, uh, I think last year for during hey, the see, COVID here, Here's what we got to learn something, people. You can't just say Linda. Explain I know. She Linda does, never stops. Oh, oh she <laughs> Our friend Linda. Our girlfriend Linda. Uh, the, of okay, the high school girlfriends. Of the six high school girlfriends. Our girlfriend Linda said last year, I think it was like, you know, during the COVID Christmas. So, and one of their extended family, it was like everybody bought a cameo. And that's what they brought to the table like during the right. zoom or something like that and you're you got rave reviews jim you got rave reviews the other ones were not so and she she called to tell me that yours was the favorite but well, so my question is to you is there like a most memorable one like that somebody asked you to do that you're like oh wow this is this is really awesome or this is weird oh, or this i've is- had them where i've cried in them because it's someone is someone will say your show got us through a tough time, even though at the end, the person passed. Oh my. And so they want you to do a cameo to the spouse or to a sibling or something. It's oh. heart exactly. It's heartbreaking and you can't, so as much as, you know, I do a Jerry bit at the beginning of the cameos, like a couple minutes of like, I, create a, I created a scene, like a Jerry scene that people who watch the show would know references right. to Jerry and his life and, and whatever. Uh, but then I, I break off and I'm just me talking to them and those can get tough. Uh, cause there's many, I mean, I have many that people have died and wow. kept the person up or just put a smile on their face for an hour, you know, something yeah. like that. And uh, what do you think, Jim, you know, like, I know like when there's shows where people are doing a podcast and it's them and people connect and stuff like that. But what do you think it's like where people feel like you who are a character or a num- you know, of course, people in your business that are a character and people just connect like they really do know you and feel like they can just like share all of their, their personal thoughts and, and feel yeah, like- people, people do do that. And it's in a way I'm fortunate because I played a character. I'm most, you know, I've been doing this for many years, but obviously mostly known for a guy named Jerry Gergich from mm-hmm. Recreation, who happened to be a very lovely human being, a very sweet guy that people love. So in general, people look at me and they think I am Jerry, which is better than other people who play characters like in soap opera. Yes. They're on the subway and someone's screaming, you piece of crap, how can you leave her? Like, it's, <laughs> which I find to be crazy 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 playing a role um so jimmy you know excuse me you know who was like that that you know on games of Thrones, the the kid who played the young prince oh yes Joffrey. yes, yes. i read something Joffrey, that he yeah. said people were like screaming at him when he was yeah. out and he because was he not was like so an adult hateful. i think he was so hateful like he was- even so death, horrible. I, I wanted his death to be so much more painful. <laughs> I know that's not healthy, but I was like little. little I, I don't oh. think he acts anymore. It's weird. What is why though? He was good. I mean, he played it. Yeah. Oh, he was really good. Maybe he was traumatized. I have no idea. He and I don't really speak, but <laughs> I only have one celebrity I know. But wow. uh, but so a lot of them. I know you. Anyway, yeah, it, it, it's all crazy. But you do get some like some wacky requests too, right? Like to be like a free weddings and there was an episode of Parks where when Amy Amy uh, Leslie and Ben get married and nobody can do it because it's last minute, but it turns out Jerry can perform a wedding. 
So he does most of it, and then Aziz comes in to finish it all, however it all went. But because of that, I have been asked just literally, Beth, you were there the other day. I got a request yeah. to, I will, they want to fly me first class to Australia, have me oh. marry the, these people. And I do now, I have married people. I do have the, you know, the free license online that anybody, that anybody can get. Uh, but I've only done it for family and friends, and that's all I would do. It. I, I, I'm not going to Australia to marry these people. Really, I would. It's no, crazy. I don't. No, no, no. I don't. No. So, Jimmy, but, tell um, us another thing. What has been the best? Well, first of all, like when you first got out there to Hollywood and you're first starting and stuff, what was it like? Like on the set or? Like when you left our like nice life in Lansing and stuff, and you're out in California at these parties and stuff, what was it where you were like, oh my God, I never even knew like that people live like this. Or like that was just like so impressive. Well, I've been to your house and thought, ew, I didn't know people live like this. So... No, Jimmy, I mean the good. Like you were just like, oh my God. Or, or did you go to, to homes and you were like, these people live just like we do. Like I know you've been to some some people's homes that are very famous and I can tell you one of the members of parks, I won't say who, cause not that I don't think they would care, but I won't say they have an elevator in their home. Oh, <laughs> and they got the elevator because of the dogs. The dogs <sighs> were getting older and they couldn't do the stairs anymore. So they put in an elevator. Oh my like, God. Wow. Is it you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's me. But I, Jim, I hate to tell you, but I think we knew somebody with an elevator in their home too. So that was not that yeah. good. But it was, it was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. You know, you go to these things and one guy, very famous producer, um, who actually, now that I think about it, he ended up in the me too. So I don't, he's not out there anymore, but he has made enough money to live many lifetimes. But when you walk into his house, you know, how people have an aquarium. He has one so big that there's a baby shark in it. <gasps> it goes, it's the whole length of part of the house in a shark. Really? Yeah. Wow. It, it happens when the baby grows up. <laughs> well, I don't think these babies grow. I don't know how it works, but he had, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, that was, and I think that was the night, it might have been Cher. All of a sudden, like, he had a microphone set up and then Cher came in, like, it, Sometimes you're like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> How am I standing here? You know, one of my favorite moments, and this is kind of off topic, I guess, but when you're saying things were different, after I moved to LA, uh, you know, and you know, Barb knows all this and Beth obviously. My dad died in ninety-one, and my mother and father were a very, very good couple, and it really it was, you know, quite traumatic to say the least, uh, on all of us, but certainly my mom. So that I left in 94 to go to LA, which my mother literally till her dying day will tell you, I left the day after the funeral. Yeah. And then Jimmy, <laughs> daddy died. And then Jimmy left the next yeah. day. Yeah. It was a lot on me. It it was, like, yeah. And Jimmy was like, one time we're all together. Mom says something about it. And Jimmy is like, mom, I left three years later. Three years later, I left. In her mind, they put the casket in the ground before the, bear, <laughs> before the dirt was on the casket. I was in a truck heading to Los Angeles. This is crazy. <laughs> so, so I know, I obviously, excuse me, I know the answer is, you know, of course you have support is, is wonderful and stuff. But considering we came from like, a, you know, a family where you, you got a job, you didn't quit one job till you had another job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Stability matters. Yeah, this kind is not of stability, thing. yeah. 
Do you think, uh, did you ever feel like mom and dad were like, dear God, what is he doing? Or did you, were you always kind of like, yeah, I'm going to just tell them what I'm doing and they'll be, they'll be cool with it. Well, no, I mean, I was always telling them what I was doing, but absolutely. Dad, especially, because, you know, he was an eight to fiver. Yeah. You took care yeah. of your family, you paid the bills and, you know, you did what you had to do. And he would say to me, so, okay, so you work downtown all day and then you go to these theaters and they don't pay you? I said, no. And I said, sometimes it costs money because you have to help with painting <laughs> and stuff. And it never made sense to him. That being said, he was at every opening night yeah. You know, before he passed. And uh, friends would tell me, like Mr. Hatchie would, uh, was a dear friend of the family. He'd say, yeah, your dad showed me the review. Looks like yep. you got it. You know, like, so he'd be bragging about the reviews of the different shows. and, yeah. and so, Just like when Johnny was on um, Bozo and he got to play the grand prize game. Yes, big and deal. dad was proud of Johnny on the grand prize game, too, <laughs> and proud of Jimmy when he was getting write-ups in the reader. What bucket? No, well, the reader I don't know what bucket. Do you know what bucket Johnny? He only got to three. It was a family embarrassment. Please. Oh. <laughs> but Johnny and I did sit on Mr. Ned's lap. Right, so but if I had if I had not been complaining about oh. sitting on the crack on those crappy, I almost said the word S, on those terrible bleachers you sat on to watch the show, I guess oh, I yeah. was like, I don't like this. I don't like this. So mom was like, just switch with your brother. So I switched <laughs> with John, and then that damn arrow ended up on the crack seat, which would have been me. Oh, right. don't think I, I've ever forgotten that nightmare. Okay, so you were saying about, you know, things. So two oh, years, I'm sorry. so in 96, two years after I got here, I booked a, um, I booked a film. It was a remake of Harvey, which with Harry Anderson, Swoozie Kurtz, Leslie Nielsen. Um, anyway, it was a very big deal. Certainly for me, I was going to go to Vancouver for five or six weeks to shoot this thing. So very exciting. So I say to mom, mom, you got to come out. Like, this will be exciting and everything. So I'll never forget the night she got there, they sent a car for her, the producers, which was lovely. They didn't have to do that. And because I was working, I couldn't go and meet her. So they take her right to set. And it just happened to be just how it worked out. We were shooting a scene where they had blocked off a street. It was in front of a restaurant and it was my scene, meaning it was just my stuff going on. And so there's fire trucks everywhere. It's a big deal. And so mom pulls up and I see her and I can't go up to her at first because I'm literally, we're doing, I'm on the set and stuff. Right. And so, but I look over and she's like getting, like she's wiping her eyes. And so after I go, what is wrong? And she goes, is this for you? And I said, well, not for me. It's for my scene like this. And she goes, mm -hmm. this is all happening because you're doing this? I go, well, yes, but like, like <laughs> it was for the film, but she just was, she was overwhelmed with how like all this was going on because I was shooting a scene and it was, oh, yeah. and anyway, that was a sweet moment. And, you know, as much as mom's uh, also died, I mean, dad died super young. He was 57. Mom was 74. Um, she did get a little taste of seeing, like dad never saw me on a red carpet. Dad never, yeah. You know, he never saw me on television uh, other than a uh, uh, five eight eight two three hundred Empire, oh, Empire, Empire. commercial. Yeah, <laughs> he saw me on an Empire carpet commercial. So other than that, he never saw me on television. But mom at least got, you know, a, mm -hmm. few, a, a little, a 
little. She went to the first the first movie premiere of that movie Ed. You know, with the yeah. monkey and the baseball player, she came out and came out for that. So I, I was thrilled that there was because they were always so supportive. So it was to say, hey, look, it, it's mm-hmm. working out, you know, but, you know, but it's a crazy business. It can work out one day and not the next. Who knows? You know, I remember when you went to that, uh, when you did that first show, because I ended up going out there because you were out there for a long time. Yeah, we, I was out there a while. Yeah. And then we saw. Um, Watch what you Nancy. say. I know. Well, this- no, we saw some people out there that we worked with at Eastern Airlines. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you were going to talk about that one celebrity who we saw coming. <laughs> oh, we saw coming out of somebody yeah, else's we bedroom. Little, we no. saw a little. Oh, no, uh, we can't say that today. name. No, you know. And I was like this to Jimmy. How much money do you think the Inquirer would give us if we called? Yeah. But we didn't. We were not snitches. Too Nobody nice. likes to Too snitch. Nice. That but was pre-TMZ days. That was pre-TMZ. Exactly. Well, if TMZ had paid more, maybe we would have done it. You know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I <laughs> could be bought. Absolutely. I. I had absolutely <laughs> forgotten about that, but yeah. you and I worked at Eastern Airlines together. That dates us. Yeah, that we were Anna there. Anna Klumsky was on the elevator with her mother. Anna Klumsky, because uh, her mom Nancy worked at Eastern, and her mom would bring, like, picture she would be in the Pennies catalog, and it was. And then I ended fun. up with her father on an episode of Veep. Right. Exactly. Right. Oh, yeah, I remember. Right. Yeah. Small exactly. world, people. Re- small world. Yes, very yes. small. Way. And I do have to say, when you invite, you brought me, I went to one of those parties, and Julia Louise Dreyfus was there, and I was like, I loved that we. Um, when I spoke to her, I got to talk to her about something that wasn't just all Seinfeld or all right. whatever. Right. I was like, oh my gosh, I remember Anna's mom coming, and you know, yeah. they have the same smile, and you know, please, not yeah, that she would ever remembered in a million years, they- but. I remember when she called for security and they dragged you off. <laughs> uh, I will say in the future, you should, you know, wear a longer skirt because. Jimmy. I remember you saying that you're not going to get out of that limo when you get home after that shoot in Vancouver, because you were like, as soon as I get out, yeah, I'm just yeah. another out of work actor. Yeah, that's how it is. I, but I, I will tell you, people know me. I say it all the time. The minute a job is over, I'll say, well, I'll never work again. And I'll mention it to my Jimmy. manager and she'll go, but you're already scheduled for something. I go, I know, but, just, I know, but it still feels like that. Yeah. Well, great. you know, I know we were talking the other day when I was at your house and Ed said something about what would you do, like a million dollars to do this kind of commercial or something. And I said, this is what I know for sure about Jim O'Hare is that no matter how much there's no amount of money or of anything in the world that would have you give up this acting thing that you love it Not you love being up. on yeah. the no, set someone said you're set for life uh you never you could never spend the amount of money here that's not the goal. That was never, you know, I love it. And it's why actors, if you love it, actors, unless, you know, illness or light, you know, things happen in life you can't control. But if not that, you just do it because right. you love what you do. And it mm-hmm. gets tougher. I recently worked, uh, you know, with an older actress. Uh, uh, it can get tough. You know, the the lines are tougher to memorize, the, the whole process. Anyway, but you you don't give it up. You just don't, right. um, unless you never like, like there is one actor I know who hates it. And he goes, my favorite thing is when they yell cut. 
Really? Damn, that's, but he works a lot and he's got kids and he's got a family and this is how the bills are paid. But I thought, wow, you're the unusual one because, you know, I have other friends who would lose a leg to get, you know, right to get a busy acting career, you know, so it's wild. And it's such a crapshoot because I also have friends who are so much more talented than I could ever wish to be who. And his sister. Well, and his sister, who, you know, <laughs> he steps away that. from, uh, well, whatever. Uh, but, no, but, you know, who can't get agents out here because yeah. Yeah. it's an unfair business. And, you know, now we're living in a world of influencers and all, right. all of, you know, these reality people who these housewives and it all makes me crazy and whatever. And but, just the whole technology of all this stuff, too. The other yeah. I was listening to. Uh, uh, you were somebody, I want to tell you, I listened to a girl and she's a young girl and I wrote it down. Her name is Maya. And I had said to you, Jimmy, she like, did one of the best interviews and it was something, she was a young girl and it was through, I think it was through Ryan Seacrest Studios, like a regular. Oh, was deep- she the one, she worked out of a hospital. Is it? And, and yeah. she asked yeah. some like really, some some really good questions what are you talking about it was a podcast it was a podcast and she was on it and she asked some really good questions and it's um, always fun to do a podcast when they ask really good questions but you know they can't all be (laughs) like that (laughs) she was like really she was really young and she was um she asked some questions that i wouldn't answer ask you right now because like it would be like a like you had, a, you did very well on it. You gave her the question, you know, you answered it very well, but she did just really a nice, nice job on it. And one of the questions- But is this a commercial for her podcast? No, yeah. it's not. Tell your own. No, but I mean, and so, and part of it is like the technology stuff. So you had done like during COVID. So, okay, let me go back. Anybody who listens to this knows that te- the technology, Barb and I are like stumped every week and every week and so she asked you about when you did when they came up so that they uh the parks people came up with a way to earn money for uh to feed la or yeah the the network called the producers and said we're you know we got to help out these food banks and all this kind of stuff we're trying to come up with stuff would you guys consider and that's yeah and the producers called us and within 45 minutes we had all responded absolutely whatever you need and i mean i love that but what were you like when you saw this equipment come to your house and you were going to have to do it all on your own because i saw you the other day when Kristen showed you how to put the flash on the phone (laughs) (laughs) it was a miracle it was a a miracle. miracle and you're going like this sis this was not on my phone before. And, and I have to say, she's very patient with that. She's like, Uncle Jim, just yeah, press no. this. It was a holiday miracle. And <laughs> it's uh, a Thanksgiving no, I, miracle. I'm terrible with this stuff. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, so they say, here, we're going to do this. And uh, I don't know how they're going to do it. You know, the first issue was to come up with a script that they liked, and they did. So now we all do it. And they say, okay, here's what's going to happen we're going to show up with people they're going to drop off cameras they're going to set it up it will and this is the beginning of covid so i'm right. 
wiping everything down. Like there was, you please leave the home when we're in there and when we're outside. You know, it was a whole thing because this was in the days when at least me, I was still wiping down my groceries because I didn't, right. I didn't know, you know, and that's what people were doing. So it was terrifying. It was <laughs> awful. And what, what they did was on the computer that I'm on, I think the same computer, um, I had it to one side of me so they could see what I was doing. So they could watch me goof up, you know, if I'm goofing up or whatever. And then we would do different takes. Uh, but my big fear when it was all over, I had convinced myself that I didn't record. And so that everything <laughs> we did for these hours is gone. And oh. so I sent them a message and I said, I am so sorry, but I don't think I hit record. I don't think any of it, anyway. Talk about Dan and Jerry. Yeah, I get a message back. <laughs> We got it all. It looks great. It all worked out. So I, I was wrong, but I don't like it. Um, even now, you know, we live in a world where we have to do self tapes for auditions. Okay. And, you know, the thing with parks, one of the you know many wonderful things that came from parks is that a lot of times I get offers and that's the best. Just, Hey, is he available for this? These dates, they work out a contract. That's great. But not for everything. Sometimes you still have to audition. I auditioned for a Spielberg film last month. I mean, you just, you know, and I'm willing to fight. I've always said to my agents, please don't ever say he's offer only, unless it's some silly, simple thing that should be an offer only. But anyway, but I'm always willing to fight for a job. But now we have to do self tapes and it's a nightmare. I don't know how to do all this stuff. They'll say uh, on your slate, which the slate means you say your name, your height, where you're located. Uh, zoom in and then do a zoom out body shot. <laughs> well, who the hell is zooming in or out? <laughs> what world are you like living there in? are people for this. There are people I've had. I've never done any of this in my life. I am not the camera guy. I, you know, there's DPs for a reason. Director of photographies. They do their job. Right. Um, so that has sucked. That has really sucked. I had to learn, you know, I like everybody, I went and learned an editing program, very basic, like the most basic program that I could do. But I can now do a couple of scenes, splice them together. Oh, really? Play that, but believe me, the whole time I'm MFing everything. Son of a <laughs> date. This isn't what I do. This is crap. I'm not a camera person. <laughs> I don't know technology. Uh, so I'm bitching the whole time, but it is the way of the world. And I don't think that's going back anytime soon. I don't no. think so either. But on the other hand, because there's always the good side, is like you could be up at the lake, somebody yeah. sends you a script. We have to find a place where we can get it printed out. Emily is running lines. Yeah, you can Emily do it is on your, your daughter, phone. my niece. Yes, and Emily, yeah, my daughter. We don't just say names. We say who they okay. are. All right. Then, All right. Um, you know, I think people listen from the beginning and they know that I did an introduction. Yes. But but you you never know. People could just be clicking around and ended up, you know. But anyway, right. yeah. And Emily, she even read the lines with me and I got that job. And you got the job. Yes, exactly. it's called American Auto on a Gas Dyer. Uh, is the lead, and I'll, I'll say that this is a promo for them, not that they asked for it. It's one of the funniest scripts I had read in a long time. Oh, really? Where is it? Where can we see it? I uh, I think CBS. I could be wrong about the network, so don't hold me to that, but it's starting very soon, uh, and it's called American Auto, Anna Gasteyer. She's playing a character uh, pretty, very much like at least in my opinion, she, you know, Anna might disagree with this, very much like uh, 
Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Veep. Oh, okay. Well, that's awesome. It's what can I do to get my things? And anyway, but it's a funny cast. I had a great, great, great time on that show. So, but yeah, I got that because I did a self-tape with Emily at when you were running the place in Michigan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so yeah, that, cause in the real world, we would have had to say offer or not because I was out of town. Right. 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 Well, sometimes they'll just say, well, he's not available, but feel free to make the offer. So maybe they would have, maybe they wouldn't have, we'll never know, but it didn't matter. Cause I got the damn job. Yeah. Right? Jimmy, I, um, Oh, when you said about, uh, something that's coming up, I saw an ad just yesterday for Violet. And oh, that will be coming real soon. That. I'm interested to see that because it has very good reviews. Yeah, Olivia Munn, uh, Justin Thoreau. Uh, Justine Bateman. Justine Bateman directed it. She wrote it and directed she it. She wrote it and directed it. I saw yeah. that. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, we shot that last year. It was during, was it during COVID? Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, well, everything's been, it, it feels been like COVID, COVID yeah. lately. Yeah, and she's won some awards at some of the festivals. Um, yeah, so that that'll be coming up. I would say, and I don't say this to be blase about it because I I love when I work. I love what I do. I I forget. Like this girl came up to me, you know, for a selfie, whatever, and she said, "Oh, and I loved you on Criminal Minds." And I said, "Oh, I don't think that was me." People get <laughs> oh, I said, yeah. "I don't think it was me." And she goes, "I think it was." I go. No, I don't think I did a criminal mind. <laughs> she pulls up her IMDb. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> oh my God, I did. I totally <laughs> so, And it's not for lack of, oh, look at me. I, you know, no, right. Just, Jimmy, we know you have no memory. We've I been around no memory, a long and also, time. I'm very, I have worked on a lot of different things. So people will bring something up to me and I'll go, I don't think, I don't know. And then when I, look into it, I'll go, oh, yes, I didn't. Then memories flood back about how great it was or what a nightmare it was, whatever the, the memories happened to be. But the Criminal Minds ones was so funny because it turns out it was the penultimate episode of the whole damn series. And oh, I was yeah. his lawyer. And yeah, so it, <laughs> it was with Paige, uh, I think, who's in my scene? Anyway, you know, a couple of the main people from Criminal Minds. But I had just forgotten. Uh, Jimmy, I have are, another question. I have another question I'm going to ask, but I, I that will come from a reader. But um, I, I, well, you mentioned earlier about Kate Flannery. Yeah. And what's it like when people see parks people with office people? Because it must happen that you're at the same events or people. All I can say is some people have lost their ever loving mind. Uh, we, were, <laughs> we were. It was me. And Kate and Oscar Nunez were at a restaurant in um, Georgetown. I had never been to Georgetown before, Washington. And uh, we walk it, and the, the cab driver, because we said, just take us to um, a good Italian restaurant in Georgetown. He goes, oh, you won't be able to get in. It was a Saturday night. And we said, well, we'll, we'll try and just get us to the area. So he takes us to this place, and we walk in. You go down this flight of stairs, and the guy behind the counter um, you know, thick Italian accent, and the you know, no, we don't an you know, hour and a half, two hours, or whatever. We said, well, we'll put our name down, and we'll see if we come back. But we're going to go look to see if we can go somewhere else. So we do. So we turn around to start walking up the stairs, and then there is a scream, <laughs> as if there was a fire in the joint, and everyone turns because it sounds all like something is wrong. And we turn, and there is this little blonde girl 
who is staring at the three of us and she is losing her mind. <laughs> losing her mind. She goes, how, 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 how? <laughs> so then the people, everyone starts looking and no, now we're being looked at. And now the people who work at the restaurant who aren't the Italian guy behind the counter who didn't know who the hell we were, that now the other people do know who we are and they uh-huh. come running up and go, uh, can you give us five minutes <laughs> for a table? We're like, oh, okay, we'll give you five. Yeah, we give you the five. So they put us at this table. We had to leave the table because it, it was the hubbub of the place. Um, so they put us in a private room because it made no sense to people. How could someone from Parks and the office be in the... It, it, it was breaking every rule of the world. Of every, every television. You talk about the fourth wall, right? Yes. Is that it what you people no call sense. it, the fourth wall? Yes, it made no sense that we could all be together. And yeah. so we love it. It's very fun. It's funny. I love those guys. I love the office. Like, yes. I've been an office yeah. and, you know, you mean, was what was it like? It was already on. Yeah. What was it like the first time you were recognized? I remember the first time somebody took a picture of you that. You were like, oh, I don't like this. You were sleeping. Remember? Oh, was. Did, I remember when mom was sick. When I mom would, was sick, yeah. I would fly in when I, you know, as much as I could. You and took good I'd care of her, yeah. Over to the airport, blah, blah, blah. So one time I'm getting on that bus at like 5.30 in the morning. And, you know, it's sad. Every time I left her, I didn't know if it was the last time I'm leaving her. Right. And so you're sad. And I'm wiped out, tired. And I just had my head against the window. And this girl started taking pictures. And she was all excited. I thought, oh, not the time or the place, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but the first time I remember it, like I was in Beverly Hills for like a doctor appointment or some damn thing. And some girl just goes, oh, my God, you're Jerry Gergage. And it was sweet. And then she took a picture. And I thought, oh, that's kind of cute. And so now it's a blessing and a curse. Um, it, it, people are super nice. Again, People love Jerry. They think he's the nicest guy right. in the world. So they think Jim O'Hare is the nicest guy in the world. Well, as we can all attest to, not he's not. He is, <laughs> no, he's awesome. He is not. He is and, awesome. No, but he, you know, I'm just whatever idiot I am. So uh, it can get like I was in Boston once. I was just being a tourist for the day because I had gone there to talk to a college, you know, do a Q&A with one of the colleges. And I had to leave the 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 area because it was just nonstop. So I couldn't just hang, wow. you know, like Amy and them, they can say, well, you know, you got to put the hat on and you have to do this. And I can do that. I'm a character guy. I'm kind of recognize, you know, like if you know, Jerry, you know me. Like, right. And you're going to look like Jerry for a long time. I am a large frame guy. Yeah. I'm a big guy. You know, Amy can put a hat low and put on baggy clothes. No one knows who the hell she is. It's tough for me to do that because mm-hmm. of this big ass head and and whatever. So I remember one of the girls last week, either Emily or Kristen, asked, uh, "Does it help with the mask? Does it or no?" I thought it would I help. I remember what the answer was. People still get excited. Yeah, people still recognize. And it, again, mm-hmm. it's weird because now it's it's not just here. It's you know I get you know fan mail from Australia and and I was shooting a film in this summer in. Um, where the hell was uh new orleans and this indian man came up to me and he was just raving about the show and i i said oh how long have you been lived in the states he goes no no i live there i live in india he goes we watch it on the computer so it's wild it's it's taking on its own life you know it's all over the world so but again ultimately 
lovely. The people are always nice. They're always kind. And it is nice because some people, you can tell it really made their day for whatever reason. Right. I mean, and for you too, personally, let's face it, you go out into the world every day. I mean, because, I mean, the days I'm with you, it, it happens most every single time. And it's all like these people are like, we love you. We, you know, we love you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you talk about getting the love. You really do get the I love. I remember this story about mom. My mom, you know, our mom <clears throat> was a realtor. And this is 100 years ago. But Valerie Harper, Rhoda, right. was married to a guy named Richard Shale. Richard Shale's mother lived in Lansing. So mom ended up with selling her home. So one weekend, Valerie Harper came in town with her husband to help, Mm -hmm. you know, probably organize the house or whatever they were going to do. And mom was so excited. She sent flowers to the house, thanking her for the years of the laughs. Mm -hmm. And I saw what a deal, what a, how happy that made mom. And so it is nice to think you can give that back to somebody, you know, because. Yeah. It is. And I've seen, you know, I have, you know, some celebrity friends who are not very good with it. And I don't like that. I think no. it's, you know, now granted, I don't live a life, you know, like, my God, people, I'll never forget. I was at uh, the night before the Emmys. There's this thing called the evening before party and uh, Katzenberg throws it and everyone is there, not just TV people. It's movie people. It's everybody. And one of the nights you know, and you're walking in, there's Bradley Cooper and they're, everybody, they're all there, John Hamm and, you know, and he's done parks. So you get to know these people and it's all lovely. It's an amazing evening and you get free gifts and food and it's just an amazing night. But this one in particular night, all of a sudden walks in Tom Cruise. Wow. Now everything stopped. Even these other A-list celebrities oh, okay. were stopping and staring as Tom Cruise walked through the place. And I thought, wow, what kind of life does he have? Right. Like, did you run up and get a selfie? I did. I said, Tommy, <laughs> it's your boy Jimmy. Uh, no, but I mean, that is, that's mega celebrity. That's even beyond your Brad Pitt and Angelinas and, right. and Bradley Coopers. Well, I don't know if it's beyond. Well, but it's I mean, they, but nobody was stopping to look at them. They, right, and they, they were there. Were stopping to look at Cruz. And that, wow. Wow. It, it turns out his son was the DJ. Of ah. the and that's why he was there. So, oh. yeah, it was it was wild. So, anyway, I have a very, you know, I'm a low level, low, low, low level celebrity who gets, you know, people who recognize him because of a TV show. It, it's not overwhelming. These kind of people, I don't know how they go out the door. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know how, how they, they do. It. Yeah, I would imagine a little bit. I can even remember years ago, uh, my niece Lauren, you know, on Ed's side, she called me one day or she texted, Auntie, are you in LA? And I said, Yeah. And she said, Oh, my, some friend was there and I had gotten off the plane and you were picking me up in baggage claim. And so now she had put it all over pictures of, she she says, just landed and saw my first celebrity. And she didn't mean me. (laughs) Before the podcast. Your work on Pornhub has become very popular. So, (laughs) you know what I mean? Don't, don't, don't just don't take away from what you've done because well you know what Jimmy and now you can do it in the privacy of your own home yeah, well then it loses some of the fun but sure well yeah that would lose some of the fun stuff so I do have like this is kind of a 
Um, this made me laugh when I came across it because it comes back to like a family kind of laugh kind of a thing. And the question is, are there are these lies harmful or harmless? And this was it. My mom always used to tell me when I was a kid that I had an older sister called Belinda and that she was a very naughty girl. And Belinda had to be adopted out to a boarding school because she was that naughty. I believed it for years and mom didn't tell me the truth until I discovered my space and tried to find her. It absolutely <laughs> took me to Mrs. Brennan. Yes. So tell Barb and the listeners about Mrs. Brennan. Our Aunt Pat, my dad's sister, Aunt Pat, one of the one of the adults, greatest, of, one all of, the greatest time. of all times. Uh, she would tell us to scare the crap out of us if there was this Mrs. Brennan, and if we did ever did anything bad, that's where she was going to take us. And sometimes she's head to the car saying, "We're going to Mrs. Brennan's right now," and we would be <laughs> screaming, "Screaming! No! No! No!" It was awful. But here's what I'll say. I love all that stuff. And I know, I know you probably do. not healthy. I love scaring <laughs> kids. I love, I, I, it's good that I don't have them because they would all be in therapy right now. Because <laughs> I think that stuff is hysterical. Now, whether it's healthy, I'm not the guy to ask. I do think it's, I think it's, har I mean, I think harmless, but I'm sure a therapist would tell me I am wrong. Yeah. And I would have to believe them. But I do find it to be very funny. Well, this was what I remember then too. The the like the finale of the whole Mrs. Brennan thing is, um, and Pat would do it to Johnny. And the one time we pull up to some friend's house, oh, and right. somebody who was like, "Pat, bring the kids over." Right. So right. we get out of the car, and Aunt Pat, you know, we're all excited to go up to the house, and she says to Johnny, "That's Mrs. Brennan." And John, according to Aunt Pat, he was like frozen. He was frozen. <laughs> he thought we were all like just being dropped off there. Yeah, I so love then years later, years years later, Aunt Pat is on the back of the boat, and Johnny's gonna pull her. On the tube, on the tube yeah. and uh, Johnny yells back out to her, "Hey, I'm Pat. This is for Mrs. Brennan." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that was all fun. So I think we probably should, you know, I could go on and on and on with. I have a, a ton more questions, but why don't we end this with something that I, you know, I see on television? Ten seconds on the clock. Uh oh. Oh, boy. All right, Barb, do you have anything you wanted to add since we have Jimmy here and you haven't seen him in a while since thanks, or since up at the lake? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Barb came we already. I'm not prepared today. I, I don't know. This... Barb had quite the weekend. It's a good thing you've got me here, though, Jim. So here we go. We're going to go 10 seconds on the clock. Am I really putting 10 seconds on the clock? Yeah, why not? What's happening during the 10 seconds? You just have 10 seconds to answer these questions. Oh, okay. Or no, 20 seconds. 20 seconds on the clock. Okay. So just quick, quick answers, and then we'll say our goodbyes. How does that sound? I like it. Unless you want to hang out some more. Oh, boy, look at the time. I got 20 seconds. <laughs> okay, 10 seconds on the clock. Ready, Barb? No, I don't know what I'm doing exactly. All right, well, let's see. I'll get oh, a it. timer. Yeah, just do a timer. I figured it out. I figured it out. It's going to take you longer than 10 seconds to ask whatever you I was you just going to say. All exactly. Right. It, it was, it was, we don't How really about if I just clock. count one Mississippi, two Mississippi? <laughs> How about it doesn't matter? Ask, ask the questions. All these questions are answer. coming. So we're just going to be quick. Okay, favorite gift? Oh, my God. I, 
first of all, I don't like getting gifts. So I, I, I oh, I do know. Uh, Graham's ring. My parents had her, my grandmother's ring turned into a, a man's ring. And, and yes, and I still oh, have it on. You probably have it, I have it on all the time. right now. Yeah. It's on. Wear it all the time. Yep. Yeah. Favorite vacation spot. Oh, uh, Four Seasons Maui. Uh, no, oh, no, no can't go there. wrong. Yeah. Sisters Lakes or Las Vegas? Oh, two totally different. Oh, Sister Lakes, because you can enjoy it more. Vegas, I want quick and, you know, hit it two days and be gone. And be yeah. gone. Favorite yeah. teacher? Oh, wow. Uh, what was her name, Beth? You know it. Lofty? Um, oh. No. Oh, fourth grade. Oh, red hair. Oh, uh, no. I, I don't think I'm going to come up with it during this time, but I do. All have right, a, you'll a, think a, about it tonight. Grade, okay. Manilow or Air Supply? Oh, I just saw Air Supply two <laughs> nights ago. Uh, yes, and I am proud to say it. I am a Fanilow and an Air Supply Low, whatever the hell that is. <laughs> I would say, oh, if I had to pick, I would. Go oh, Barry! It's going to be ah, Barry. That's oh, what surprise. I remember. Yes. That's my first. You know, you big fan of big, the man. Yes, remember, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Dream vacation. Dream vacation? I, this is silly because I've never been there. I keep saying, I want to go to Dubai. I, 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 oh, I even everybody. Warm. I want to, but I don't want, it's such a long flight. It just seems so daunting to get there. Yeah, but to get there. Just stuff, went there exactly. Do you miss working at Playmore Golf? Do I miss what? Working at Playmore Golf. Yes, because there's nothing I like better than being on a field with men <laughs> hitting golf balls directly <laughs> at my crotch. Yes, that is exactly <laughs> what I liked. Yes. Favorite car? Uh, I do love my, I, it's gone now, but I had a, a, a Volvo, a convertible, black Volvo convertible that things just started going wrong. So now I have a, a different convertible. That's not it. But I, and I love my new car too. It's good. Too. Oh, the, the new one's not too shabby, Jimmy. No, it's not too shabby. It's a okay. Favorite convertible. reality show. Oh, wow. Oh gosh. I, oh, I don't know about it. I'll pipe in show. for you. Big brother, big brother, big time <laughs> survivor. I Sister think your wives, sister wives. I love me a, a, a little Cody. You know, <laughs> a little Cody. Uh, no, but I love Amazing Race. I think is like really legit. Love it. Is it it's, still going on during yeah. COVID? Yes. Well, no, they're just they're a new one's coming out. But I one of my uh, friend, one of the camera guys from Parks, did an episode as a cameraman. Oh. He gave me the dirt. These people, they're sleeping on the streets. I mean, it's yeah, the whole thing. Like these other reality shows. There's even on Survivor. No one's gonna starve. I guarantee you. Right. They can. You can be hungry, but if it looks like you're not, you're gonna get rice or you're gonna get. Again, I like all those shows. Uh, so yeah, those are. I think Big Brother is one of my very top faves, though. Two yeah. more favorite meal. Oh wow! You know, give me a good pizza anytime. Chicago pizza, by well, the way. Well, that's because you're in LA and there's no. Because I'm in LA. Uh, I do like a, a fried chicken sandwich uh, and pasta, you know, any kind of pasta. All right. And favorite sibling? Oh, this is so easy. Uh, <laughs> well, the, the way people should do this is to say that they don't know. You know, they can't say they couldn't decide. I can pick. And it is. <laughs> and so because of that, that's why I say that person. 
Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, Jim, I mean, we really cannot thank you so much for I was so worried about this. Even at your house, we had to do the dry run of, and we did get some something accomplished when we did it. We We've learned to press record. <laughs> we, we really don't know if it works until we send it to Tanya yeah. and see what Tanya yeah. has to say. But uh, thank you so much. I just so can't wait, much. you know, because I base how these go on the gift basket I get afterwards. So <laughs> the, uh, We're on a tight budget over here. We are on a tight budget. to be exciting. <laughs> I can't wait. I figure you mentioned a car. You mentioned a favorite <laughs> meal. I know where this is going. I know where this you is going. You absolutely know where it's going. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, a final plug for you guys who's ever listening uh this is how when we hang out this is how we talk maybe not direct questions like this but the three of us just bsing is just all yeah and think. it goes it could go for hours it goes to oh all my God, it's gone for hours day after the day. truth is i typically go to bed and then you yes, yes. and it just yeah. picks up and it just continues barb and, and i are long haulers oh yes. you know what i yeah. did not say and i can't we can't go because people will ask Jimmy, can you just give the, a little bit about how you were the unofficial wedding planner for Barb's wedding? Well, you know, we I have a terrible wedding? memory, but I do know that things needed to get done that weren't getting done. And yes. There was a time frame because <laughs> we have to do that. So I could picture sitting in the house, our house in Lansing, Illinois, writing out addresses, trying to use my best handwriting that yes. I could do. So we, I well, this was this is my memory. I I think Beth was at work and I was just hanging out, and you were saying, "When are you getting married?" Like, and I was like, "Oh, I've got phone calls to make and I don't want to make them." And <laughs> you were like, "I'll call people," and you were just like dialing venues and saying naming the dates that they had available. And I was sitting on the couch going, "Now, now," because it has to be even number. It had to be even number. Yeah, yeah. And then you called the one venue that I ended up with, and you're like, they have this date available. And I was like, hmm, let's put a hold on that. And it was just like, and then it was just like, well, then you were in. You're like, what else should yeah, we man, do? What, what else can we do? Yeah, yeah, but also everyone, you know, who knows all of us, Barb is family. So, yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, Barb, I don't know what you guys have talked to. Well, from what I, I've heard you, and I haven't heard you mention it. I mean, Barb sat with our mother when she got, you know, terribly sad news that's what family right barb went yeah, yeah barb was with mom because i was at a travel family. softball game johnny i don't know where johnny and Ann, Ann didn't live around yeah. it was living. it was i felt like i gave what i could give because i bawled in the hamburger restaurant while yeah. your mom laughed at me and talked to you on the phone she's <laughs> like she's, she's sobbing right <laughs> no but barb is you know barb is family so. barb is barb exactly we love her so barb i love you barb Nothing, everything's better with me. And, and she's crying. And, so, and then she's go. crying. Exactly. Okay, I love Jim, you guys. This was fun. We love you. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. The gift basket, right? Exactly. Yeah. And okay. Jimmy, don't forget, you know, you might want to mention this that you did this podcast, you know, to some people. Oh, they have to promote us. Yeah, well, I mentioned it to my publicist, and I'm guessing he's going to say, shut it down. <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> All right. Love you. Okay, love Bye. you guys. I'll talk to you later. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Jimmy. Thanks for listening today. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe. And don't forget, be kind. And trust your gut.
You have to do that thing where you saved it. It's probably... If you scroll down to where there's buttons... What, yeah. What's that? Um, View. Because you guys recorded it also, right? No. We were recording on our... Oh, shoot. We're on that. Hang on. We're still talking. <laughs> 